your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And as always, you can find Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. And you can also find myself on Twitter and Locker Room at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, folks, there's some big, big news uh, coming out of the Carolina Hurricanes organization uh, as Rod Brenmore has officially been signed to an extension, as well as some updates on other contract negotiations, injuries, and just a whole bunch of news coming out today. So getting on into the big meat of today. Um, it had been rumored uh, that the Carolina Hurricanes and Rod Brindamore were coming to uh, an agreement on an extension. And it was officially announced this morning and officially signed. Um, Rod Brindamore signed a three-year uh, contract extension with the Carolina Hurricanes. And there was never any doubt that he wasn't going to sign an extension. Um, him and Waddell both mentioned that um, in the uh, Zoom interview uh, today that it was going to happen, obviously. And you know, you look at you know a guy like Rod Brenner. He's been a part of this organization for 21 years. He mentioned it in this interview. This is where he lives. This is where he raised his kids. You know, he's a part of this organization. And for the people that thought, like, oh, he's going to go to New York. He's going to go to Seattle. He's going to go to wherever. You're a fool. Like, he was obviously never going to go anywhere. Um, and, you know, he obviously also went on to, you know, talk about, you know, he wants to be a part of, you know, this team taking that next step and winning a championship. Same as Jordan Martin uh, is what he was saying the other day as well um, in his exit interview um, for the season. Same thing with Rod. You know, he wants to see this through. And, you know, there was obviously, you know, a little bit of hold up of wanting to get his other staff paid. And, you know, that's obviously, you know, you know, going to get taken care of. If it hasn't been already, you know, that stuff obviously isn't one that really gets announced, um, that kind of thing. Really, the only thing we had heard was uh, one of the assistant coaches being given permission to go look elsewhere, kind of like with Dougie Hamilton. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's nice to know that it's been done and taken care of and we can move on, you know, to focusing on getting, like, Dougie Hamilton, Andre Svechikov, Jordan Martina, Alex Nelkovich. We can focus on getting those guys taken care of. Um, and, you know, this is, you know, a three-year deal. You know, at the end of this, he'll have been head coach for with the Hurricanes for six years. Even after that, you know, I don't see this or don't see him 
really going anywhere unless things just go completely, completely south, which I don't see that happening. I, You look at the culture change that he, along with Don Waddell and Tom Dundon, have brought to the Hurricanes organization, um, the city of Raleigh, and just all of that. You, it, he's not going anywhere. Uh, and one thing that was interesting uh, that he was asked, um, and you know, he obviously responded you know, on if he sees a long-term role within the organization after he done, is done coaching. And he said he doesn't really know how long he wants to coach, um, which is interesting. Obviously, he's not going anywhere. I'm not worried about that. It's just, you know, kind of one of those things like, all right, yeah, getting after the end of this deal, you know, be six years as a head coach. You know, he said it's a grind. Um, and, yeah, it is, uh, especially, you know, you know, here in this first deal, you know, you had you know, your full season, Eastern Conference final run. Then a global pandemic and just like it's been crazy, uh, but he did say yeah he has a group of players that he wants to coach, and that make him want to come back. So yeah you know, he's wanted to say you know maybe you know yeah he will end up doing you know something you know up in the offices with Don Waddell later on, but that's just not something he really knows right now, which really didn't expect him to really give anything there and. He was obviously asked if he was happy with his deal uh, that he got, and he said, "Obviously, yes. I wouldn't sign it if I wasn't." Um, it and then one of the best things, you know, he said, it's obviously kind of made the rounds on social media today, where he said, "You know, quote the finances and money. That's part of it, but I feel like I'm the richest coach in the league. I have a relationship with my owner and GM that I don't know if a lot of coaches get to have." to have the influence on who they're picking up. And that's just awesome to know that he feels that way. Like, again, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, he lives here. Like, this is where he lives. He raised his family here. He coaches, you know, one of the junior hockey teams here that his son plays on. Um, and this is his home, and he said that, like, this is his home, this is where he's from, and his family is from, they're from Raleigh, so that's great to know that he has that kind of relationship with the organization after there being so many years of the Hurricanes not having the best relationship with their personnel, um, so it's really nice to see this and to have this stuff behind us, you know, now we don't have to worry about this. I know it's going to suck for some of the hockey media outlets, you know, the national stuff, the Canadian stuff, all that stuff where they can't talk about Rod Brindamore going to Seattle or going to wherever, how it's so a hard negotiation, which they said, you know, they, he wanted to come back and, you know, we were all confident in you know him coming back, so it's nice that it's finally done. It's nice that we're still gonna finally, he's still gonna be here. And one thing that I love, it was obviously pointed out, you know, by multiple people, they re-signed Rod Brenmore, number seventeen, on the seven seventeenth, and it's just great. And then you also throw in it's June, so oh six seventeen, you know, when they cup in oh six, that was great. Um, and I think you know. 
with him being a kind of unsure of how long he's going to coach. It's interesting uh, to think uh, he's obviously the greatest player in franchise history. Will he end up going down as the greatest coach in franchise history as well? That'd be interesting. I think a big part of that will be putting up uh, another championship, or Stanley Cup championship banner. I think that would be a big part of it. Um, if he can do that, yeah, I think so. I really do. Um, and it's just, again, like I mentioned, just sitting here thinking about it. You know, he just signed this extension again. Uh, he came here in 2000. It's 2021 right now. By the time this deal is up, he'll have been here for 24 years, you know, as part of this organization. And that's just crazy to think about. You know, again, you know, he came here in 2000. The Hurricanes came to North Carolina in 97. He's been here for almost all of it. Like, pretty much the only thing, like, he hasn't been here for was the inaugural season in Greensboro. And that first run in the playoffs in 99. That's it. Everything else he's pretty much been here for. Like, uh, he obviously wasn't there. Well, was he there for opening night of the, what is now PNC Arena, but back then Raleigh Entertainment Sports Arena. I think he was here for that. Um, And then he was obviously here for every other playoff run. The first run to the cup, uh, when they actually won the cup, uh, all the bad years, and then now coming back, you know, into relevancy. Um, it's crazy to think just how much he means to this organization. Um, and I forget who said it on Twitter earlier today, but when you say Carolina Hurricanes, you picture Rod Brennamore, like. Like I said, he's been here since 2000. He is Carolina Hurricanes. Obviously, you know, you got guys coming up, you know, like Svetch, Aho, Ned. You know, you got those guys, you know, coming up, but his number's retired for a reason. There's only one Rod Brindamore. Um, And now that I kind of got a little sentimental stuff out of the way, uh, we'll look at... Um, some of the other things that came out of today's press conference with Rod Burnmore and Don Waddell right after this. All right, guys, we're back. And now what we're going to talk about um, is the other two big game guys that was talked about in this afternoon's uh, press conference with Don Waddell, and that is Dougie Hamilton and Andre Spachikov. Those are now the two biggest guys you need to get re-signed um, for the Hurricanes now that Rod is taken care of. And the big one right now has been Dougie Hamilton because the other day uh, they gave him permission to go talk to the other teams. Um, obviously, you know, he isn't you know going to sign anywhere right now. You know, he can't do that, you know, until July 28th when free agency opens, but this obviously does open up the potential for a sign and trade, you know, kind of like a Kimball Walker uh, a couple years ago with the Hornets and the Celtics, you know, for you basketball fans. Also, congratulations to LaMelo Ball 
on winning NBA Rookie of the Year. That is one Rookie of the Year in 2021 for the state of North Carolina and zero for the state of Minnesota. So eat your heart out, Locked On Wild. Um, but anywho, back to where I was at there with Dougie. Um, you know, so that's kind of sucks uh, that they haven't been able to get him uh, going. But um, you know, the reason Don Waddell gave. Uh, is that they didn't want to have to wait around um, and that if he's not going to come back, they can trade him somewhere and get something in return rather than losing him for free. Again, kind of like Joel Edmondson last offseason where they traded him, got that pick, and then you know, he signed – uh, with Montreal. So they obviously want to keep Dougie here. Don Waddell said the door's wide open. They love him and he's been great for the franchise and they hope he's coming back. Uh, but again, they didn't want to wait till July 28th to try to figure it out. So they're just getting a little bit of head start on it. Um, again, I personally really hope he comes back. Again, he is has been amazing for the franchise. Um, and he is a cornerstone piece uh, for this team and their uh, potential to win a championship. And it would really suck to see him go. Um, it really would. I honestly, again, think, as I mentioned the other day, uh, it's just, you know, he's getting close to 30 right now. And, you know, he just turned 28 today so also happy birthday Dougie Hamilton um so it's just one of those things like the first four years or so definitely worth top dollar but after that is when I kind of question like all right you know are you still going to be able to live up to that massive contract um so that's where I am a little on the fence with again I believe I said give him maybe five six years rather than like an eight-year deal um but that's what I do I'm still kind of unsure on money-wise of what I would really do um to be completely honest with Dougie Hamilton because you know he is obviously worth you know like six six and a half seven million a season right now absolutely he is um, but again, you have so many other guys you have to resign, um, which, you yeah, know, moving on to the other one is Andre Svechikov. He's a restricted free agent now. And Don Waddell said that they've actually had, um, discussions very recently and that he thinks they'll be talking every day. Um, so, and he said, you know, their goal on the hurricanes is to get him signed and make sure that they don't miss anything this summer and, can just get ready for the season um so it's and he also said it's the same for both sides kind of like with rod like he wants to be here um svetch said he wants to be here forever um which is great to hear you know i literally just saw a thing on twitter the other he's down at atlantic beach fishing right now like he it spends his off season here his girlfriend is from raleigh and lives in raleigh like he very well could end up being like Rod Brendan Moore and Justin Williams and legit just living here, 
we may end up seeing that. Um, so it's, I'm pretty confident like they're going to have him signed really soon. Don Waddell said that he's confident, very confident that they will uh, be able to come to an agreement and get him signed way, way before uh, the start of the season. I'm confident in that in, as well. So it's definitely interesting to see how things are going. Those were the two guys they talked about. You obviously got Alex Ndelkovich there as well. Um, again, I'm confident he's not going anywhere. Again, it's Peter and James that are kind of, yeah, what's going to happen there? You got Brock, Marty, uh, and so many other guys that are free agents this offseason. Like, we're going to have some new faces next year, that's for sure. Um, probably going to lose some that we don't want to lose. We'll see who it ends up being. You know, free agency opens on the July 28th, so it's going to be a while, but, you know, we may see. And of course, there is obviously the sign and trades as well. Um, again, as of right now, Dougie's been the only one that has been given permission to talk to other teams that we know of, but I'm pretty confident we'll get Svesh taken care of. We'll get Ned taken care of. We'll get Brock taken care of. Um, some of these other guys, I'm a little unsure of. Dougie being given permission to talk to other teams was a little eyebrow raising. Still is, but we'll ultimately see where that goes. There's still a lot of time left before free agency opens. Um, so a lot of time to get a deal done. Maybe on the flip side, a lot of time to, uh, have a sign and trade done so we'll see how things go on that end but on the flip side of things of contract things there's been some developments when it comes to guys being hurt um and you know obviously i'm sure you guys have all seen that stuff already but i do want to talk to you about that as well and give my thoughts on that stuff as well because I think it definitely answers some questions uh, that we had in the playoffs and we will address all that stuff right after this break. Now you long-term listeners, you guys know all about the phenomenal AJ Styles phenomenal phenomenal one that is Built Bar. You guys know all about that. and But some of you new listeners maybe went, what the heck is Built Bar? Well, I'm going to tell you what Built Bar is, so clean out your ear holes. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever in the history of history, um, in the history of the universe. Literally, as long as protein bars have been around, even before then, Built Bar is the best. And there are nine delicious flavors of Built Bar that they have at all times, plus the occasional limited time flavor. And those nine flavors are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and my personal favorite, the absolute greatest built bar in the history of this company, the Rod Brennamore of built bars, peanut butter brownie. It is the best thing ever. Um, so there is something for everyone, and if you haven't tried all the flavors, maybe you only got one or two here and there, you can get a mixed box. We will get two of each of the nine flavors. And regardless of what flavor you get, they're going to be covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. And another fantastic thing about Built Bars is that they are 
extremely good for the health conscious individual as they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. So they're great for being healthy as well. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now guys, we're back and we're it's time to address some injury news uh, because two guys in particular um, that have been talked about um First one that we'll get into is the newest one, and that is Jake Gardner. Um, and that is, you know, he just had some MRIs done. Um, and, you know, it's, I'm assuming it's obviously you know, on his back. Don Waddell didn't uh, say anything right now. And surgery is in talks for him, for Jake Gardner, but nothing is official as of recording right now. Uh, so maybe you're listening two days from now. Maybe there's something else that has come out. But as of right now, um, we don't know if Jake Gardner is going to need surgery. There's obviously you know been some talk you know back in the season. You know, I talked about you know hearing things of you know his elbow also giving him issues along with his back. Uh, that being why, you know, he's kind of moved over to the taxi squad to, uh, do a little bit of cap gymnastics. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this goes this off season for him because, uh, he's definitely been, he's very injury prone. His back is all jacked up and he's, he definitely, uh, isn't the player he can be. He had flashes. Uh, this season of when he did play, but you could te- you could tell something wasn't right. Um, so it definitely makes a bit more sense of why he was sitting uh, in the playoffs, why they didn't play him, why it was always Jake Bean rather than Jake Gardner. The fact that we know how hurt he was to an extent, we obviously don't know what exactly it is, but. Uh, it's probably his back again maybe his elbow as well uh but now that we know that for sure like he's been hurt definitely makes a lot more sense of why we didn't see him in the playoffs um and kind of makes you wonder are is he gonna be on the move this offseason uh are the hurricanes gonna try to trade him kind of incentivize seattle to take him in the expansion draft uh because you know well, he doesn't obviously make like Eric Carlson type money, you know, he also doesn't take like a league minimum type deal either. And with the Hurricanes having to do so much this offseason, uh, when it comes to re-signing players, you can't help but wonder, are they going to try to move him since he's can't play? 